Welcome back to the Clippers from Nebraska Six Guys Talking Podcast, Four Dudes Chatting Edition. Today we are joined with Mr. Johnny Bozen, the one and only from Harvard, and today we're going to be discussing with him some of his experiences at college. And we're in. Okay. Hey, John, thanks for being with us today. We appreciate you coming to us all the way from where, New Haven, Connecticut? Is that where you are today? Uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts. Cambridge. Cambridge, Massachusetts. Well, you know, I don't know much about the Ivy League. It's it just doesn't make sense to me. So, mm. all right. Well, um, thanks for being on our podcast. We this is a really cool thing for us, and we are going to jump right in. Let's go. All right. I guess I'll kick it off. So, one of the first questions that we all are itching to know the answer to is why did you choose Harvard? Oh, good question. Well, yeah, happy to be here. Also wanted to throw that in there. But um, well, I think <laughs> I mean. I wasn't like particularly picky, but I think in terms of, well, obviously it has, you know, great academics and blah, blah, blah. But also in terms of like, like top tier schools, I felt like Harvard fit my vibe fairly well. Um, the people here are maybe like a little more normal, but also, you know, very, very like straight laced and, you know, very respectable, um, but also, you know, incredibly talented, right? So it was a very, very cool place to be. And of course, <laughs> it ended up being one that I got into. So that made things easier as well. It's always The get into part is always an important one. Yeah, that, that is always sense. an important one. Okay, so um, here's a second one. Um, this is one that we kind of wanted to prompt you with. So take your time or say no comment. It's up to you. We've heard stories about old money and legacy being a negative factor if you're not part of it and you go to a prestigious university like Harvard. Have you experienced anything that makes that true or is that just, you know, urban legend? Um, I mean, what do you mean in terms of like, in terms of like once you're here? Uh, yeah. Are you treated any different because you're not one of the cool kids, so to speak? Oh, I don't think necessarily. I think it's more about how you conduct yourself. I could, pass off as an old money person if I wanted to it's not like I mean the thing that's pretty interesting is that <clears throat> actual rich people try very hard not to you know come off as rich like I know people who like have private jets right or their families do, and they they just you know walk around with hoodies and sweatpants and stuff and just yeah so it's, it's kind of interesting and it's not something I would have expected but yeah I mean you categorize it more as a urban legend than uh since you've experienced you just aren't seeing that anywhere uh i mean there's some aspects like we have these things called final clubs or yeah final clubs and those are you know heavily tilted toward like legacy right it's similar to fraternities that's what kind of they're the equivalent of um but in general it's not really yeah okay, cool all right, so diving into the next question, we heard a little rumor that you were considering transferring to Oxford, and we were wondering if that was true. Oh, yeah, no. Well, 
I did no, I I've done a couple of programs at Oxford and I'm actually doing another one this winter break. Um, but <laughs> no, I'm not considering transferring to Oxford. I mean, I can tell you about the programs, but what type okay. of programs are you doing out at Oxford? Um, well, the one I've done these past two times, it's called the human flourishing program. It's like a sort of philosophy reading program. It's about, well, the human flourishing program is like a research institute at Harvard and they're trying to figure out what makes humans flourish, you know? <laughs> and so that's kind of a combination of, you know, philosophy and the social sciences um, and a lot of stuff like that. But yeah, these reading groups are definitely more philosophical. Um, like this last one was focused on ambition and the year before that. So 2022 would have been focused on uh, love. So it's like C.S. Lewis, Four Loves. So that was a fun time, but <laughs> not considering transferring there. Johnny, do you feel that Malcolm prepared you to like go to an Ivy League school? Uh, in some ways. I think, for example, it was very good in making me just a very like normal and likable person, I think. Academically, it was pretty decent. I mean, I can't complain. I would say I was at about the same level as like a lot of people here. So, you know, that's good. But yeah, I mean, I think it was pretty good overall. Well, that's good. That's good to hear as a teacher. I can tell you that. <laughs> good, good. You can tell them fifth grade, fifth grade was the most important of all, if you'd like. I don't know. Oh, that's absolutely. Fun. Yeah. Okay. Continue. John, you can also tell them that your quizable sponsor did pretty good too. Just so I've been sitting over here in the corner. Oh, true. So. Oh, <laughs> Well, <laughs> all right, guys. What are some things about Harvard that, like, maybe not a lot of people know that you think they should? Mm, that is a very broad question. Yes, it is. Yeah. Very broad, but we want to hear your, your diving in perspective. Hmm. Good question. Uh, I guess I have to think about, like, some aspects. Let's That's see a, here. We can come back to it. We can ask you a different one um, while you're – I know you can multitask. I've seen it before. Sure, sure. Let's, let's throw another one at him. All right. Um, when you got the acceptance letter into Harvard, what was your and your family's reaction? Uh, I think the first thing I thought was I was like, this does not look like a rejection letter. So I was a little confused. But then I was like, ooh, you know. And yeah, I was going to monetize a video, but I couldn't figure out how to do one of them affiliate links. So yeah <laughs> it's tragic by the way just throw this out there it has nothing to do with anything we just got a thousand subscribers yesterday on the at malcolm youtube channel so we officially Ooh. can monetize now Ooh. not that i'm going to but if you'd like some input please you know where to reach out <laughs> um, and um watch for our first live stream coming up this thursday afternoon because now we can okay. live stream on mobile so oh. maybe you should Consider subscribing if you haven't, and click that notifications bell if you're feeling shameless plug. Shameless plug. My whole life is a shameless plug for our YouTube channel. Please continue with your questions. All right, so I guess diving into the next one, you said earlier that you know some friends that are like have private jets, but they don't really show it. So going more in depth on that, do you have any maybe famous classmates with like famous parents or people that we might know? Um, I mean, I have like kind of famous ones back in my freshman year. 
I don't know if you guys have ever seen Fresh Off the Boat. Um, yeah, Hudson Yang was in my hall. That was probably the most famous one. There's some other like finance kids or like hedge fund kids, uh, but it's not exciting. Uh, what subject at Malcolm do you think best prepared you for taking Ivy League classes? Like what subject that Malcolm teachers taught? Well, let's see here. Well, <laughs> most of the classes I've taken have been STEM. So like, or like well, most of them have been math and CS. I feel like CS is basically closest to math in high school. So I guess in a very literal sense, like math. And I think, well, what other classes? I've taken a couple like, philosophy type classes i guess i don't know that you need much preparation for those classes to be honest with you um but i guess that was helpful too but i think it's it's a very it's like a different kind of class it's like much less rote memorization or whatever especially or especially like in terms of like math and stuff do a lot more proofs Obviously, that was not something I saw a lot of in high school, and most kids don't, so it's, like, pretty typical, but, yeah. Um, John, what class year are you at Harvard? I'm a junior. Okay. Why? I can't believe that time's up. Did you take, like, more credit hours, or are you, is this literally your third year there? It's just my third year. <laughs> Man. It just doesn't seem like that's possible, but. Golly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Brett, go ahead. Oh, that was my question. Uh, so what are what are post Harvard plans? Any any thoughts yet now that you're I mean you're close. You're, yeah, I am close. You're a semester and a half. I mean a year and a half away. Adding on to that, with going into the future, what do you have a declared major right now? I do. Okay. Yeah, I have computer science and statistics. And when where's that gonna take you? Uh well. TBD this summer I'm going to uh, like the Bay Area like Stanford San Francisco type area I'm doing data science for JP Morgan but yeah in general probably probably like yeah data science or some kind of finance we'll see what happens how about advanced degree uh, I don't think it's necessary <laughs> okay just gonna sit on what you have yeah, I mean, I, I was like thinking about getting a PhD in my younger years, but honestly, I think the, yeah. the benefit is not necessarily there. And the, PhD. the opportunity cost is also pretty high, you know, like. Yeah. Have you come up with anything that we should know about Harvard? Mm, see, this is a good question. I don't know. Let's see here. And what were some of the interesting aspects? That's another question we never came back to. I don't know. I think it's just kind of interesting. It, it's interesting, like, seeing the people here. I, I think, for example, they're a lot less nerdy than you guys would probably expect. Like, they're, they're very able to come off as pretty normal people, I think. Or maybe they just don't like me. <laughs> no. And, um, yeah, I mean... It's, it's a pretty interesting place, you know, got a lot of these like world chess champions or I guess that's just one example. Or there's this guy who's like uh, set the world record in the 5K the other day. And it's, but they're just like walking around like normal people. So it's, it's pretty interesting, but it's definitely a good experience.
uh, on a personal note, are you still learning Mandarin? Oh, see, this is interesting. Um, well, <laughs> I did my year of it, but now I'm thinking I might want to come back to it because it's not too hard in the upper levels. Well, I mean, they make it not too hard. Like, for example, you don't have to memorize how to write the characters. So I don't know. I might come back to it. But, you know, you're always welcome on the deck uh, after we got another dog. Now that you can teach Mandarin and give oh. me. So it's so that you'd like to, you know, continue that um, legacy of dog training in a foreign language for me. Yeah, we were pulling out the Mandarin on that dog. That was crazy. Yeah. And he and he responded. That's what was weird. And that was not surprising at all. <laughs> what you were saying to him. So you could have just been telling him, you know, go sniff somebody's butt and it wouldn't have happened. Mm, we don't really know what it was. So. <laughs> all right. Well, if you is there anything that you just want to tell us? I mean, um, this will be seen by like tens of people, I'm sure. Tens of people. Yeah. Oh, tens of people. Um, I don't know. I think that covers it. Okay. But, you guys want to close with anything? Good. I mean, just thanks for coming on. This is a blast. Thank you for listening to the Clippers from Nebraska podcast, Four Dudes Chatting Edition. Please listen to us wherever you find your podcasts, and thank you for listening.